live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving, and storage studio, it's the Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about your money, your marriage, your work, your life. I'm John Deloney, joined here by Rachel Cruz, best-selling author and good friend, and we are taking your calls on just about everything. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Let's go out to Gabriel in Pensacola. What's up, Gabriel? How we doing? Hey, good. How are you? Good. Good, good, man. What's up? How can we help? Good. Thank you. Um, so I am on Baby Step 2. I am just over $5,000 left to pay off, um, but I'm starting college in the fall. And I wasn't able to get any scholarships or anything. So my only option at the moment, at least that I know of, is to go in more debt to actually go to school. So I was wondering what you guys recommend to do. Not that. Gabriel, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 21. 21, okay. Where, uh, what are you studying? Uh, I'm going for worship ministries. Okay. How much is the school you're going to per semester? It's ten thousand a year. Ten thousand a year. Okay, so five grand. What? How much do you make a year? Uh, just over thirty to like thirty-five. I okay. I'm not really sure exactly yet. Okay, perfect. So Gabriel, what you're going to do is get another job, make some extra, and cash flow that five grand for the fall semester. Or you're going to sit out the fall semester, and it's just called deferred enrollment. It's just think of it, it, it. We think of like college. But as, you're starting in the fall. He's got till Jane. You you have like nine months, don't you, Gabriel? No, I'm just saying if you don't make it, then you don't make it, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, there's this idea of let me just say this out front: do not go into debt for a worship ministry degree. Okay. Okay. What I'm telling let you, let that the, sink in on the back for any end, reason, any reason. But also, when you know your future's working. At a, at a church or a nonprofit, right? Like you, and you it, it's are like, unable to say, hey, this is wrong or I, I'm uncomfortable with this because you have to make payments to somebody else, right? You, you trap yourself. And I'm just telling you from a guy who got a lot of student loans, um, the backside of this is not, it just takes your soul from you, man. And I'm also not one of those, dude, I am all, all, all in on higher ed. Like that was my career. I love working at universities. I think they they serve a great public good. So I'm not even going to bash them. I just I'm telling you, you're setting yourself up. And so Rachel's right. If you really want to go, look at this like a car or a guitar or a new set of pedals. If you don't have the money, you don't just borrow it. You just don't buy it. So figure out a way between now and then that I'm going to save up this money and make it happen. Yeah, Gabriel. It's almost this mindset. It's this game you play where you're like, no you know, you said my only option is taking out debt. Well, that's not an option. So just take that away and say, okay, so now what do I need to do to get five grand by the fall? And that's the great thing. You're about. It's five grand. You can do that. Go get it, man. If you were talking about yeah. 30 grand for some, a, you know, a private university or something, we would have a toll. We would have for sure the deferment right. conversation and say, you'll probably have to wait out a year. You're going to pile up a bunch of money. You're going to apply next year for scholarship. You know, it would be, so I'm thankful that it's not, very expensive, but you, yeah, you have the time, a hundred percent, to save up and pay for this thing. I mean, and I'd also absolutely. go sit down with the church where I lead worship now and say, "I would, I'm asking for you guys to invest in me in the same way I'm investing in you." And um, 
see if they would help out as well. Yeah. Um, often employers will help with extra education benefits if you sit down and ask them. So I would do that, man. But hey, take, like I love, Rachel, I love that you said that. Take debt off the table. It's not the only option. It's not an option at all. Um, what is an option is working really, really hard, working several jobs, getting uh, work-study programs, getting a job on campus, asking your church. Yeah, if working they will for the college even Working too. for yeah. the university. Yes. There's, there's a 50 different options. Because Gabriel, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, 25-year-old Gabriel is going to be like, yes, 21-year-old Gabriel sacrificed, worked extra, paid his way through. But now I have I have the option to go take a job, any job I want, right? So if a church is is paying you less, but it's the church you really want to go work for after you graduate, you get to because you don't have bills. You don't, don't have debt. Anybody money. Yeah, yeah. so it's it, it frees up so, so much. So your future self, it's he's going to be thankful. I'm telling you. And I may have bought a guitar or two myself with student loan with money. Student loans? So just don't do it, man. <laughs> just don't do it. All right, let's go to Natalie in Kansas City. What's up, Natalie? How are we doing? John, hi, Rachel. Thanks for taking my call today. It's a pleasure to speak with you. You got Absolutely. it. What's up? Well, my question is, we are on baby step three, and we have about two to 3000 set aside in a separate savings account. We have about 20000 in several different uh, mutual funds that are non-retirement. Uh, one is just a general account for my husband and I, and then the three others are set up for our kids' future with what they want to do with it whenever they do or do not go to college. And my question is, do we, should we take some of that out right now to build up to our 20000 for our goal of six months of expenses uh, for, for emergencies? Or since the market's kind of down right now, and I keep hearing it's basically on sale, should we just leave it in there and just work on cash flowing um, up to our emergency fund, our emergency fund goal? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, how much do you guys make a year? Who we about sixty-five to seventy thousand. Okay. Um, you know, just in pure Ramsey gazelle mode, baby steps one through three, it's like all hands on deck, everything. And we say cash out non-retirement investments specifically to pay off debt. And then when you guys are here for the emergency funds um, to, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a real option. So it's really for you guys what you want to decide. Okay, do we want to wait another probably five, six months to build this thing up or today do we want to cash it out, put it aside, and then start working on retirement? So, I mean, honestly, Natalie, if I were you, I would want to keep making progress and movement. And because okay. you're not going to be penalized because it's not retirement, they're non-retirement accounts. Um, you know, I know it I know it hurts to be like, man, it's on a down market. So you could even maybe split it 50-50 and say, hey, let's take, let's take some out. And then say, you know, in the next three, four months is our goal to have our fully funded emergency fund. You could do that as well. So it's, it's, it's how gazelle intense you want to be. Okay. All right. Perfect. I was just curious about that. So for, thank you so for much. Whatever for whatever it's worth, Natalie, if you and I, um, if I was traded places with you, I would do that. Um, having had to, I bought a new house, um, I guess I'm two and a half years in now. And it wasn't a brand new house. It was new to me and had a great inspection and everything was good and since then i've had to replace a deck and a roof and a front porch and an air conditioner i would like to have that emergency fund full i'd rather have the emergency fund full now and have investments and have investments for whatever my kids want to do in five or 10 or 15 years so that's just me that's what i would do um 
you can use that for whatever it's worth. Hey, we'll be right back right here on The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm John Deloney, joined here by Rachel Cruz. Give us a shout at 888-825-5225. My two best buddies on the planet... John King and Todd showed up today to see me, and my wife surprised me for Christmas. It was my Christmas present. She flew my buddies in, so it's good to see you guys. It's making my heart full. You're so good fun. friends, dude. I know. They, you should have them on. They should come in here. I think that would be a terrible tell, idea. Tell, tell a few stories about I think Deloney. we will. Dave worked really hard to get this show off the ground and running <laughs> over 30 years, and we can end it really, really quickly. Let's go out to uh, Devin in Seattle, Washington. What's up, Devin? Yeah, um, we are moving in June, and I'm a little stressed because it's the first time we were moving from an owned house to buying a new house. And the thought of going back there multiple times to try and find a house is what really kind of stresses me out. So my thought was, would it make sense for us to sell our house here and then rent an Airbnb out there for a month um, while we're looking for a new house? I've done that. Or even better, rent an apartment or a house for six months and get to know the traffic patterns and the layout and who lives where and what neighborhoods are up and coming and what schools and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, renting in general, Devin, I think it's a great plan, especially in a new city for what John just said. Um, I would look at what's most economical, right? If it's a apartments, mm-hmm. an Airbnb, maybe I don't. I, you'll, maybe expensive. I, you'll need to price it out, but yeah. renting in general, yeah, yeah. renting in general for a year, I think is is wise. It's actually what we recommend people do because you're going to learn the city and just what John said, you're going to have to figure out, okay, where do we yeah. want to be um, versus just yeah. doing a trip here or there. And where you, to just where pick are you something. moving? Well, that's the thing. We're moving back home, so this. Is oh, so you know I the area. Up. Yeah, yeah. I spent oh, okay. 30 years there. So I know the area really well. That's the thing is, you know, because we're trying to decide that. And we're also trying to decide if we want to get like a small mortgage because we'll have a huge down payment coming in. And it's like, do we buy a cheaper 
house with cash or buy a nicer house that we'd stay in longer and get a smaller mortgage. So it's just all of that stuff has been kind of stressful on us. So. I like so when my wife and I moved from Texas to Nashville, we mm-hmm. I, I was terrible. I, we didn't do it well, and and I, I take full ownership of that. Um, I would tell you and your wife to sit down and write down on a piece of paper the points that are stressing you out the most, and the ones that you can put off for two or three months after you get there and get settled and let everything exhale and you get through the closing of your house and all the stuff in the boxes and get it shipped out, all that stuff. Get that done, man. And if it gives your family, you and your wife peace to have a place that you walk into and someone hands you the keys and you're only going to move once and this is your home, do that too. The key is is to write this stuff down and get it out of your heads because she's going to have a picture of what this looks like. You're going to have a picture of what this looks like. And that misalignment is what's going to cause so much chaos. And it's going to heighten the stress. It's going gonna, it's gonna to amplify stress that's not really there. Okay? And so whatever your decision is, I, I, if I'm you, I would do exactly what you just said. I would go. I would call somebody with Airbnb and say, "I'll rent it out for the whole month for this price. Will you take it?" And they'll probably say yes because then they don't have to turn it over four times. And then you can go ah check mark, and then get your stuff sent to a storage space for sixty days. And then you can got you you and your wife can figure out where you're going to move. That's what I would do. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I thanks thanks. It's just it's been one of those things where it's like technically that increases the price of the home by you know a couple thousand dollars and there is no price on soul tax brother like i would rather pay a couple thousand extra dollars and be able to breathe and still be married it's a good point yeah and Devin, remember buying a home for most people it's the largest financial investment that you're going to make so any amount of just like taking a deep breath slowing down you're good you're good you're good you know if you can have a little bit of margin in that space even if it's for that month um, it's going to be worth it because you're good. You guys, you guys are wise. You're smart. You sound like you're on top of it. You know what you're doing. Um, so yeah, just taking a little bit of time is, is totally fine, especially with the, you know, you're not buying a $5,000 used Honda, right? I mean, like you're, this is a home. So it's like, you want to take your time with it and make sure that it's exactly what you guys want. Mathematically it works in all of it. You're going to have more peace when you just slow down. Okay. All right. Thank you very much for your advice. Absolutely. Thanks exactly, for calling. Yeah. All right, let's go to, uh, you know what, Rachel, you had something go viral on Instagram the other day. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah, I did a, a, a reel, like a, where you like dub the, you know, your voiceover. You're, talk, you're talking to me like I'm, like I'm seven. No, I'm trying to say, <laughs> I'm trying to get the words where I'm like, I don't even know what it's called. I don't know dubbing? how the internet's work, Rachel. Dubbing? I don't know. Uh, and it was a Taylor Swift song. It says, horrified looks from everyone in the room. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you put on the reel, like, what is the thing you say that people just look at you crazy? So I put, of course, when I, when you get married, combine checking accounts, because it's the one piece of advice I put out there and everyone's like, oh my gosh. And of course, everyone's like, oh my gosh. And they, they got so mad. Do we have the clip, James? Oh, there's no sound. Oh, they can't do it for licensing reasons. Oh man, okay. T-Swift will come but, after you. Yeah, t- sorry, T-Swift. Don't want to mess with you. You're good. Go on, go on tour, T-Swift. Don't worry about me. Uh, but, she's not. Yeah, she's not worried about me. But yeah, but the, the, the hate, is the, the despise of this piece of advice is still out there, John. I mean, and it, what, and it always will be. When you say it out loud, what, what's like, and you have tons of women who follow you. 
like hundreds yeah. of thousands. They come after. They literally come after you. They get they're, so. They're they all get team so Rachel mad until you say you need to share your account. They get so mad. So the one is a very more fear based, but is a reality for a lot of people. Is divorce that if you combine all of your money, he can take it all, and then you have nothing. You know, yeah. you have no autonomy. You have nothing. So it's yeah. this future fear of if a divorce, and then the other one is, yeah, we just fought all the time. So now that we have separate accounts, we don't fight anymore. Like, and I'm like, yeah, because you're not talking about it. <laughs> yeah, you just duct tape over the cancer and let it. I mean, I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. So those people, I'm like, okay, the fight you're avoiding is the fight you need to have. Right. Like that's what you should be fighting. Like, yeah, you're just sweeping it under the rug. And mm. so what is under that? So that's always my push. And so the quote unquote easy way out, yeah. it's just like, I'll just have my money. He has his money and we can just live our separate lives financially and just go. We don't have to ever have a hard conversation about it. There's never going to be conflict. We're going to just run these two lanes. And, you know, and you know this, John. I mean, you have even all the studies on it. But when you combine your finances, it's more than just combining bank accounts. It is combining your life. You are saying to someone, I am with you in this in this marriage that we are one in every aspect of our lives, including our money. And so you have to have the conversation about who are we going to be? Yeah. What are we? Where do we want to live? What kind of life do we want to have? Where are we going to go on vacation? What kind of cars are we going to drive? What do we want for our children? Or do we want to not have children? You have to have all those conversations. And if you keep separate lives, you just you're just glorified roommates who hook up, right? I mean, you're just not in this thing together. Together, no. Yeah. yeah. And there's the re- the date the research data came out um, that that couples are happier. Couples are happier when, when they're they, on the same page, and it's like duh, finances, right? It's like no kidding. Well, we've said before, like if you can share a bed and share genetics with your yeah, if you could grow a kid running around, you should be able to share your money. And I get that it's hard, <laughs> and I get that you know opposites attract and and all of it. And if and of course the asterisk is always if you are in an abusive relationship, relationship yeah. or there's an addiction. I mean, if there's something there that you need to protect yourself, mm-hmm. that is one thing, right? But for a majority of couples out there, it's just this whole idea of, oh, I'm just going to have mine. He's going to have his and we're going to just run these two separate lives. And it it, it trickles down into your marriage. You know what I mean? Like you are a whole person. You yeah. don't just have the money side of you. The way you operate and the way you think and make decisions is in every part of your marriage. Right. And that includes your money. So yep. being unified is, is so key. And the couples that win long term with money and win faster are couples that say we are a team. Yeah. We're going to work together. I love it. Love it. Love it. Hey, triple eight eight two five five two two five. If you're mad at Rachel because she just told you to combine your income, give us a shout and we will tell you that you're wrong. We'll be right back. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. 
There is no safe like Simply Safe. Anytime the price of eggs is making headlines, you know you're dealing with a wacky economy. Rachel, guess what we have in our house? Chickens. Chickens. Yeah, I'm not going to flex that we're rich, but wow. we have lots of eggs. Yep, yep, yep. You're one of those. The chickens are crushing. <laughs> but even news about layoffs, chicken prices, on again, off again, recession, crazy high interest rates are no reason to give up on your money goals. We're here to give you a plan for your money. Join us on the Building Wealth live tour as we show you how to build wealth and, drumroll please, and keep it. Join Dave Ramsey, George Campbell, Rachel Cruz, and Jade Warshaw in Indianapolis on February 16th. Then Dave, Ken Coleman, me, and Jade Warshaw in Austin on February 23rd. And then we're going to go to Salt Lake City with Dave Ramsey, George Campbell, Rachel Cruz, and Christina Ellis. And finally, we will close out the tour in beautiful Anaheim on May 2nd with Dave Ramsey, Ken me and Christina Ellis. Tickets start at 49 bucks, or you can get a four-pack of tickets starting at 175 bucks. There's going to be um, programs that had going on beforehand. Me and Ken do our show live. I think, Rachel, you and George, y'all going to do Smart Money Happy Hour? Uh, there's a chance. Depends chance. on the venue, but yes, Very cool. possibly. Yep. It's just going to be... It's, it's so fun. It's, it's fun. It's, it's just great. mayhem. And these events in the fall, they sold out completely. They sold so out. The selling out. Yeah, it's it's happening. The, the traction is picking up on tickets, so make sure to get them if you're in these cities or travel. Travel to the cities, too. And um, they get off the rails when we all get together at the end, yeah. so it's a, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Go to RamseySolutions.com slash events to reserve your seats for Building Wealth Live. Let's go out to Alex in the NYC. What's up, Alex? Hey, how's it going, John? How's it going, Rachel? Thank Good. you so much for having me. You got Absolutely. it, man. What's up? So uh, this time last year, um, I decided that I needed to make some spending habit changes, and um, I decided to start paying off some credit cards. Um, I have a total of 10. Um, I paid off eight. I have two left. A little bit disappointed that a few of them are still on my credit. But my question is, uh, while I was doing that, I was saving money. And just last month, I put $6,500 uh, $6, on a CD, um, and I also have $5,000 cash. And I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing with this money that I put aside. Do you guys how, have any suggestions? How much do you have in credit cards on those last two credit cards? Uh, I have about 2400 Okay, so total. if I were you, Alex, I would cash out the CD, and I would... Pay off the credit cards today. I would take the remaining um, money that you have, and I would just put it in a good money market account um, and start building up your emergency fund of three to six months of expenses. And that's kind of be, be your jump start to doing that. And then your next step will be to start investing fifteen percent of your income into retirement. So, so for CDs, um, I mean, yeah, there, there's just no, you know rate of return. Dave I mean, calls they're, they're them certificates just, of depreciation. Of depreciation, right? I know. Yeah. Well, most of the time they don't even keep up with inflation. So, yeah. It, and it, I just it, opened it, a money market account at 4% the other day. Yes. Like just the other day. It was so money market account. Or something. It was yeah, great. Yes. And, you know, and, and I would get a money market account with check writing privileges, mm -hmm. quote unquote, is what they're called. So they'll, you'll get a debit card with it. So you can do usually up to like three transactions a month if you ever need to dip into it. But hopefully you won't have to because it's just for your emergency fund and hopefully you won't have to touch it. Um, and then, 
And then, yeah, and then I would start investing. But I think it's, you know, you did a great job of just putting some money aside. I just think you can put this money to better use than it just sitting in a CD. Let me, Alex, can I ask you, what made you not pay off the remaining two credit cards and put this money in a CD? um, Well, when I looked back at my credit and I saw that all the payment, like the credit cards that I paid were still on there, I was just like, this is kind of pointless. So I kind of slowed down a lot with that. It's so um, don't let somebody else's paperwork problems keep you chained up. Okay? Like okay. at this point you've decided you're not going to borrow money anymore, so your credit score is kind of useless cuz all your credit score is is it's a it's a dating score for your relationship with debt and you broke up with debt, you're done. So I I wouldn't lose any sleep. Maybe look at that in a year. Okay. But I okay. I wouldn't let that Yeah. Like they're taking too long to roll their stuff off or they're going to roll off in 90 days or whatever their policies are. Who cares, dude? I'm not letting them guide my decisions. And especially I'm not going to. Here's the way I'll ask it the way Dave would ask it. Would you ever go to your credit card and pull $6,500 off of a credit card? Like cash, get cash advance on a credit card and put that in a CD? No. Okay, pay your CD off. I mean, I mean, pay your credit card off. Okay. And then with the $5,000 cash that I have, should I just leave it in my savings, my regular savings account? Uh, that's what that, Rachel was talking about. Yeah, I would. No, I would put that in the money market account as well. Oh, money market. Okay. Yep. Okay. I mean, have Got some it. buffer okay. in your checking account, you yeah. know, because you have that margin there. So have a little bit of buffer yeah. there. But I would put, yes, everything into just a money market account and start building up that okay. three to six months of expenses for an emergency fund. Very cool, man. All right, let's go out to Lorena in Toronto. What's up, Lorena? Hi, hi. Thank you for taking my call. You got it. What's up? Um, so I've been listening to you guys for the last two months. I'm in baby step number two. Uh, our takeout taken, uh, uh, pay is 8000 a month. Now, my husband thinks that he should have $100 allowance a week. What do you guys think about that? You're you're bringing us into a fist fight, man. (laughs) Real cool. (laughs) What do you think about that? Um, Okay, here's here's the rule of thumb when it comes to baby step two. The deeper you are willing to sacrifice your lifestyle, the faster you're going to get out of debt. So he wants $100 a week. How much debt do you guys have? $73,000. Okay. And that's consumer debt. That's not that's not including our house. That's not including your house. Okay. Yes. And how um, much do you make a year? Uh well him? No, both of you. Seven, both of you combined is one sixty as you know, Canada has a lot of taxes. So you bring so home eight grand. Home only, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So basically You only bring home eight grand after one sixty? Yeah. Oh, my sister. Okay. Sorry. Oh, it breaks my heart. So basically, I want you guys to, to look and say, okay, that's an extra $5,000 a year that could be going towards paying off our debts, right? So, you know, and people talk about, you know, do we put a little bit of money in out to eat? Do we still kind of like, you know, do some stuff? So the people that are just gazelle intense, and that's where we lean, where we're like, get this debt out. You mm-hmm. you sacrifice your lifestyle. You, there is no just, oh, we're going to just go have some fun. No, no, no. It is so intense you're cutting out everything. Everything is laser focused and you go, 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 go for a short amount of time, right? I mean, you guys will be able to get this paid off 
um, what, within probably 18, 18 months-ish. And so being able to look and Maybe see- 30 months, yeah. Yeah, but be able to, to map it out though and then say, okay, what if we took on extra income, an extra job and made some more? So I want you guys to really flesh out these numbers because where it's just like, oh, it's just a hundred bucks a week. Pan that out to say, okay, what is this really gonna cost us in the long run? And be realistic, though, about your budget, too. That is one thing. Some people that get so gazelletons so are like, we're only going to spend $28 at gro- <laughs> oh, you know, on groceries a month and something. And you're like, no, no, no. you got to be realistic about your life. <laughs> you want your budget to work for you. So Your kids you- are eating raw spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. So be <laughs> realistic. But 100 bucks a month for fun money is not gazelletons. It's 400 bucks a month for fun money. That's- yeah. I mean, yeah, 100 bucks. So, I'm sorry, a week. Yes, 400. Yep. And let me say this, Lorena. If... If you and him sit down and say, hey, we're going to forego, quote unquote, fun money, um, and we're going to make lunches here at the house, you're, you're going to have to tell your buddies at work. Um, and I've had to do, I did this years ago. I would just take my lunch when we went, to, when my buddies went to get chips and queso or something, I would take my lunch with me, which was embarrassing and absurd. Um, and by the way, when they were my good friends, nobody said anything. I mean, it was just is what it was. You're going to find that he's going to get frustrated and he can channel that frustration getting a third job, getting a fourth job. I'm sick of living like this, so I'm going to accelerate. I'm going to go make more money then. Fine. I'm not going to just kind of settle in. I'm going to go get rid of this debt so I don't have to live on a $100 a week allowance, man. It's a short 18 to 24 to 36 month pain point, man, to live the rest of your life with peace. We'll be right back on The Ramsey Show. Today's scripture of the day is Luke 6:38. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And Frank says, no one has ever become poor by giving. Love that quote. Mm-hmm. Hey, this weekend in the Ramsey newsletter, we've got six benefits for filing your taxes early. I that's me, Rachel. I am an early tax filer. I like that thing. Oh, I was like, are you being are you being sarcastic? Uh, no, or being no, no, no. I yes, like that thing. I, I am too. Yes. I'm late on everything in my life. But taxes. Except for, t- I, I like that thing. Done and gone. Um, this one is for all you procrastinators out there. The IRS, y'all may not know this, so this is going to be news to some of you. The IRS is not the most efficiently run government agency. <laughs> Shocker. The DMV is. Early filers avoid processing delays. Listen, not only can you check it off your to-do list, but another perk of filing early is also possibly getting your refund sooner. Nobody likes to loan the government money. Subscribe to the Ramsey newsletter at ramseysolutions.com slash newsletter and receive it in your inbox every Sunday. All right, let's go to Chris in La Crosse. What's up, Chris? Uh, got a question for you guys. Um, we are behind on all of our monthly bills because of some medical issues that we've been dealing with. What uh, happened? Between both my wife and I. My wife had 
a reaction to some of her medications um, back in May, and it was causing massive cramping and stuff and, and some high cholesterol. And about a year ago, year and a half ago, I slipped on a floor at work and uh, tore my lateral meniscus off my knee, and I had to have Ooh. surgery in October. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so, and I got back to work in November, but I'm on reduced hours and stuff. And we're, like, behind on, like, almost all of our monthly bills, like, month or two behind. And what we, when you guys did that uh, live stream of the Building Wealth thing, I ended up, just happened to watch it and got the Financial Peace University. And I sat down and tried and watched it with my wife. And she got kind of excited. She's been putting off getting involved in it, but after watching it, she got excited about it, but we're awesome. kind of puzzled. Do we have to, do we start baby step one or do we get caught up on everything before we start baby step one? I would get caught up on everything after baby step one. I would build that emergency fund and make sure you have that cushion there. And then okay. before you do the debt snowball, get current on everything. So that may be a little bit of a delay for you guys, but getting current is going to get your head above water, and then you're going to be able to really look at your your debt. So, what walk me through some of your debt and your medical bills, the numbers? Um, I, I've got medical bills. I don't even know where we're at on those. I've got to go through and figure that stuff out because we've got stuff that's gone into collections. We've got stuff all over the place on those. Um, but I've got um, a toolbox because I was an auto mechanic. Um, that I'm probably about a month behind on, which I'm actually going to be looking at getting rid of some credit cards, uh, car payment, uh, rent, electricity. Are you behind on all uh, of that, Chris? Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was just the debt. Okay. So I would get current on your four walls, which is food, utilities, transportation, and, um, and your rent. So th- that's going to be okay. that that's a one for you is to get current on all of that first and foremost, okay? okay? Um how much do you guys make a year? What are you bringing uh, home a month? About, mine varies because I work a rotating four on four off schedule. Okay. Um so when I just did our taxes last year it was like 93. Okay. And how far are you behind on rent? A couple months, I believe. Okay. Have you talked to your, is it, have you talked to your landlord? Are you in a house? Are you in an apartment? What's your situation? We're in a, we're in a house and he's not worried about, uh, he's worried about it, but he's not going to evict us or anything like that. We, we know this place is secure. Okay. I would get that in writing, Chris. Okay. Get that in writing. (laughs) Okay. Um, Hey, listen, brother, you got to go get a, I'm sorry, Rachel. Dude, you've got to go get a job like right now. An additional job, deliver pizzas. You got to get current on your rent right now. Okay? okay. This like, oh, bro, we talked. It's cool. I'm telling you right now, you're going to end up with a, with a note on your front door and a lock on it. Okay. Get make okay. this like somebody's trying to break into your house, and you are getting out of bed to get into a fight. That's what you should. That's that should be pulsing through your veins, dude. You cannot be lost. Like just, oh, it's cool. It's just this is your home. Yeah. It's your home. There's no reason to pay off your debt if you get nowhere to live. Okay? Yeah, okay. And you hear my, I, I, like, dude, I'm trying to, like. And that same intensity that John has yeah. is towards utilities your and bills. all of that, too. Yeah, okay? you got to have water. 
the hard part about me getting a second job right now is because of the restrictions on my that I'm on because it's a work-related injury. I don't know how that would work as far as getting a second job right now. I don't know. That's it may be your wife has to, and you've got to. You, you're going to have to trade and it some may roles. Not be a, and it may not be a physical job. Maybe you do something at your computer overtime at you know sitting yes. at home okay. uh, if you're worried about disability. Okay. But yeah, but that this can get this can get it's going to get bad quickly, right? Sell if, your toolbox, dude. Yeah. Sell yeah. everything yeah. that's not bolted to the floor. But yes. you got to get you got to get current on your rent, man. You're about to be homeless, dude. And and, and, and I'm, we just hear this all the time, dude. And is your rent, what percentage of it is from the take-home pay that you have today? Because it may be too high of rent, too, Chris. You guys may want to look at another place that's really cheap to live. It's about 900 a month. And how much are you bringing in a month? Very specific um, right now with everything, disability, everything. I bring home probably about... 700 a week and my wife brings home or and my wife brings home about 800 every two weeks okay and let me get this right you had a knee injury a, a pretty gruesome one but you had a knee injury um are you not back up and walking around or you're still on work disability i am i'm weight bearing i finally weight bearing i've been weight bearing for going on six six to eight weeks now but i'm still the the nature of the tear uh it isn't just like a normal torn meniscus where they could go in and trim it and it'd be back to normal Mm -hmm. this actually had tore the entire meniscus off the capsule of the knee Mm -hmm. i can't bend it past 90 degrees are you in physical therapy now yep okay all right i it may be that this is um a, a harder long-term shift where you need to think about is this going to am i going to have to change careers am i going to have to go to community college or get online and get some new skills am i have to learn some new things because moving forward i'm going to have this disability what i don't want you to do is just to wake up and this be two years from now see what i'm saying and because you're going to be homeless dude and that's life dealt you some. That's one of my concerns. Yes, life dealt you some hard, like a, a bad set of cards. There's no question about that. Um, but if you just you keep, honestly don't even know how the bad, how honestly the bad set of cards I've dealt with, my wife and I have dealt with in the last seven years. There's, I, I couldn't. I mean, you and I could sit down and go just have chips and queso, dude. And you, I know you could blow my mind. That's, I'm not going to even. I 100 percent know that. Here's the deal. Those things happened. They happened. And here you are. And the only only thing you can do anything about is what happens next. Okay. Right? And it's real easy to be like, this happened, this happened. Dude, that sucks and it's hard and I hate that for you, man. I would hug you if you were sitting here. And yet, you can do nothing about what has already happened. You can get on the phone this afternoon and call the hospital and get a list of every bill you owe them. All the bills they sent okay. to collection. You can get online, pull a credit report, and find out everybody you owe money to and face that reality, put it on a piece of paper and say, okay. You can call your landlord and say, how much money does it take? So, you see what I'm saying? This is about you taking ownership of where you are and where you're headed, not what has happened to you. I mean, what's happened, you've got to own it, it's happened. Whew, don't live back there, man. I'm worried about you, and I want, Rachel, we want you to be well. Okay. And you can do this, Chris. We've heard every story you could ever imagine. Yeah, hang and on the people, line. We're going to send you the Every Dollar app here, and we want you to use it as y'all start making money, and it's going to help you guys learn, practice learning, getting control of your money. 
Hey, that's another hour in the books here on The Ramsey Show. We will see you soon. Be kind to one another. We'll see you shortly. Hey, it's Dr. John Deloney. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.